Blog Talk Radio.
in the name of Amen, the Supreme, the All-Powerful, the one and only true Lord, and Amen we trust as the Republican mentalist, the real 144,000 is being gathered in this day and time, the mentalist, the Amen race, the bright race. Good evening. I'm your host, the intellectual new Ben Mankari, and this is Mental Egg Radio. Tonight we're going to be discussing the 200 fallen angels and the 144,000. From the 200 fallen Amen to the 144 risen Amen. Before I start, I want to make sure everyone hears me. Can everyone hear me clearly? I need to know because I don't want to have to repeat myself, you know, and lose the transmission. So can everybody hear me clearly? Before I start. Right. Am I coming in clear? The 200 fallen were projected here. When I speak about the projection, I'm talking about the fall. The projection was a fall from the fourth dimension into the third dimension. The third dimension was a projection uh, from a blueprint of planetary you know, life forms and things of that nature. They projected down three, two, and one as a foundation as they were building from on high from the fourth dimension down into the third. It was meant to be a portal, right? And in there, places the earth, possessions, the elements inside the earth, the gold, the diamonds, all that, and the life forms, animals, the creatures, the reptiles, and eventually the humans were brought about in a course of three billion years. We're still in the third billionth year. They made their way down in the beginning. They made their way down or projected down in the beginning of the three billionth year. When the three billionth year came in, the Amun made their way into third dimension from the fourth dimension they projected into the third dimension and the point of doing that was to establish natural law and order on the planet for all new life forms that were being created or projected here starting with the reptiles right they had to create a certain law and order in which they could live right they had to create a certain law and order in which they could live so that there would be no um, one group of creatures encroaching on others because they needed all of these creatures that they projected down here. Because I said before, the reptilians were projected here. They were not created here. They were projected. They needed all of these creatures to interact with each other as the first society to build up third dimension. They needed them to interact with each other and not eat each other or usurp on each other's territory. So the Amun were basically sent here to set out law and order first and foremost with the reptiles. That was their first point of getting here. Right? That's the point of them being here, all 200 of them. Now, why was there 200? It was foretold that when they came here, when they had descendants here, they would eventually fall into the two-dimensional state. And from there, there would be a split from those who would be in the two-dimensional state to those who would be raised back into the fourth-dimensional state. But the 200 
represents those who would produce offspring who would be born in the two-dimensional state. That third-dimensional realm would be vacant. It was already foretold from the time they projected or fell down into the third dimension that they would eventually, through their offspring, fall down into the second. So they were marked with the number two, 200. And as that resulted, and as they said it would happen, they fell down and they predicted that they would fall down into the two-dimensional realm and that they would start taking on the ways, earthbound ways, that are different from the fourth dimension, right? The idea of the humans came along later, right, when there was going to be issues with the Amun splitting off into classes, the ones who came down here, 100 men, 100 women. When they came here and they started making children, offspring and things like that, this is law and order was being set on earth, right? Structure was being set. When you hear them talk about Mother Nature, Mother Nature is really a euphemism or another way of saying those almond women, those are women who projected down here right, to set a natural law and order in place, or should I say a natural order in place, excuse me. The almond was setting a natural law in place, overseeing natural law. The almond or the our women, I'm going to use that term, the our women was setting a natural order in place. They were to oversee mating rituals of reptilians and things of that nature, set about the practice of, you know, carrying it, nurturing energy, which is where a lot of these early creatures like your reptiles and them, they got their instinct, the maternal instinct, because they would just kill their young. So they needed life to continue forward on Earth in the third dimension through those reptilians. So they set about casting a vibration of nurturing or nurturing of, ch- of offspring onto the earth, right? When they talk about the maternal instinct and things like that, that comes from those our women who first projected from the fourth dimension, and they put it into the creatures here. And it vibrated into when they eventually genetically modified the reptilians to become modern-day animals that they are, where they talk about they evolved into that. They were genetically modified, and this is why animals today have, the female animals have the maternal instinct to take care of their offspring because their offspring are important for the life of the planet and what they need that species for. So the women are in charge. They set that in motion first. The men set a natural law of hunting and doing the things of these creatures in place and overseeing that they would not overstep their boundaries and go after other species that needed to exist on the earth at the time. So same thing, same vibration went out into the genetically modified animals, right? And before there was a breakout in those who were more connected to the upper dimension and those who started embracing the third dimension, there had to be something done to create creatures or people that would be in their image and after their likeness that would work because remember I said there was no protocol and no pattern for the human race. The human race was not supposed to happen, at least not from the fourth dimension. They were not supposed to happen. They were not, um, let me say, how I say, seen because 
the animal genetic and the almond genetic that were put together to make them, that wasn't part of a natural projection. They only picked up on things that were natural or extended natural, what you call supernatural. They can only pick that up. The humans were too low frequency because they had the animal genetic and they wore many forms of genetically modified beings. So they didn't pick up on them. They were not on the radar of the almond. Right. This is why your humans don't have any true understanding of what almond is or what they kind of say God is and the devil. They have no true understanding of it because it's not in their memory, nor is it in the connection with them mentally. So that same thing had to be instilled in the offspring they started having in the clones and the genetically modified humans that they started to make in their image along with using the animal genetic. They had to create a natural flow pattern in which they would reproduce and create the animal, the, the humans and constantly go forward and they would have to oversee them. They would have to oversee and watch their activity. Basically, the Amun were here to oversee workings of the planet on the third dimensional level, those 200 that came here or were projected here. They had to oversee everything that was going on. This was a work in progress. They were the overseers. And originally, like I said, there was not supposed to be any human intervention or even a human race, you know, from the fourth dimension. There was no blueprint for them. So they had to be created in the third dimension, right, of people, right? Where I say you start off with place and you start off with possession and then you start off with people. So these people, these humans were created and they were overseen by those who fell here. And they watched them, and eventually their offspring got more and more disconnected from the army. They already put up the societies and things all over. The serpentine order was all over the planet at the time, right? which is, goes into your story about Eve and the serpent coming into the garden and whatnot, because the serpentine order was all over the planet. And the humans were a new creation. And they were supposed to oversee the humans. Just oversee and watch them, make sure they worked and went back up into the caves where they come from. Right. And eventually over time, they started to fall down on the level with the animals. When the almond talked about them falling down, they didn't they everything with them and even to this day they see as animals. Right. They said that they will fall down or they predicted that they will fall down on the two dimensional level and the animals would usurp them. But they wasn't talking about humans at the time because remember they still think of the humans as a race of animals. They don't see them as people. They still see them as a race of animals. Right. And when they fell down on the two dimension where they became possessions, the animal, the human animals came up to the third dimension and took their place, thus pushing them down even further beneath the human animal. And they started to take on the ways of the human animal, mix their seed with the human animal. Okay? And they fell further into a state of disconnect. When they mixed their seed with the human animal, they fell further into a state of disconnect. Right? And their offspring... Their offspring spent their time. When you see all these ancient societies come up, these are the offspring of those almond. From thousands and thousands of years going forward, when you started to see the rise of 
Samaria, Mesopotamia, Egypt, all that. This is their descendants that were spread out. And they spent their time after the disconnect and the humans started to come up on a level with them. They spent their time trying to reconnect with the Amun. This is why people tried to do. They tried to use law and order to bring themselves forward into alignment with the fourth dimension. This is why in the ancient world, they were always talking about the, uh, the next world and another nether world and the next world. Again, that's where that came from. They are the descendants of the 200 fallen. Those early pharaohs and all those people, like I said, they spread out all over the earth. And they were constantly trying to reconnect. The people, they started to embrace the ways, like I said, of the earth, earthbound ways. They started to embrace earthbound ways. And the elect, the ones who were left, the ones who ended up becoming the priest and the hierarchy, they were trying to reconnect into the fourth dimension again go forward into the fourth dimension to receive their transmission on earth because they started to foresee that over time if they did not make connection with the fourth dimension and receive their power on earth that they would be overtaken by the humans and just like that that started to happen okay they were stranded and disconnected on this side because too many of their children brought down the vibration where they could not connect into the fourth dimension anymore but they still tried to keep Amun, the name Amun, in connection with them. This is why Amun was so um, important, the acknowledgement of Amun as a race and the reconnection. Even when you had a lot of these pharaohs and people would come up with these other deities or so-called disconnects, they had to reconnect or basically push those people out of the way to reconnect because their time spent here after the rise of their societies and the fall was trying to always connect back, or should I say connect forward with the Amun again in the fourth dimension because they knew that that would bring them back or give them the power as the humans started to raise. It would give them the power over the humans. They had to restore law and order. That's why if you look in a lot of those ancient uh, uh, ancient Egypt and one that they were very big on the law, 613 commandments or negative confessions because they were trying to go by the law so that they can restore their power because they fell so far away from the law and the order that the Amun laid down from the fourth dimension that they came here with that was in books that were put out. You see, when they talk about the Enumeration of Gilgamesh Epics, see, these are accounts that are real and these accounts were plagiarized and put into the Bible. This is the full account. They basically start to follow the ways of the earthbound people. You see? They started to follow the ways and it brought them, it took them further away from the Amun. And they were no longer, how you say, upholders of the word. They used terms like priest, priestess, upholders of the word to connect the next generation. Because how this thing runs, they were supposed to constantly remind the next generation and put them in alignment for priesthood on the earth while they were in the fourth, in the third dimension to reconnect toward the fourth dimension. Certain people were entrusted with the name and certain words to encounter and enchant and bring forward that connection again to reconnect. 
transmission, even when they talk about, see, things like the Ark of the Covenant and things like that, which is really nothing but a radio. That's all dealing with communication. They were trying to get communication going forward with the Amun again. And as they were trying to get communication going forward, they kept failing. This is why they did a lot of chanting. They would be in these temples and things like that because these temples were sound chambers. These temples were sound chambers for them to cast out their tones and frequencies into the sky and cause a vibrational shift. They were trying to cause a vibrational shift by casting tones. This is where the whole thing of chanting comes from. You see the so-called white man do it today where they had to wail and wall the Jews and all of their chanting and saying they got that from our people. Okay. You see that here the uh, uh, Catholics, they, 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 uh, you hear them and they're chanting and whatnot. And they saying, and at the end of their prayers, they say, amen. Again, that comes from our people. They were trying to open up communication. They were trying to open up communication with their ascendants. Right. But and in times at times they did do that. At times they did. The priest and them they would, you know, have certain people up to the pharaohs and even the heads of a lot of societies, they would do certain secret rituals to open up communication. That was what it was about. This is where the so called white man gets seances and witchcraft from because he would open things up to the dead and they were trying to contact people who were on the other side of the three-dimensional realm, which was spiritual, they were trying to do the same thing. Again, that comes from us. Trying to, We were trying to channel into the fourth dimension. They ended up channeling into the other side of the third dimension, which is the spiritual side, which is where all of the dead spirit or the spiritual beings go after they physically die. They stay locked in the earth. So, again, all that requires chanting or tone or frequency and pitch to open a door. So they were trying to open this door continuously. In the years ago, Dr. York always referred to a knock on the door, the knocker. Right? There was a part in the Quran called the knocker, not meaning to knock at a door, waiting for the door to open. Again, these doors that are being spoken about are open doors into the fourth dimension, right? where there is extended transmission. And these people will go forward and receive their power, and they open the door and start to generate the power. Because, again, the generations were cut off, you see, and that's how the power moves forward. It has to be through generation to generation to, re- to generation to regenerate the power of the almond. They have to pass it down, or should, you know, pass it down to their children, how to do certain um Chance, if I, if you want to say, uh, send out certain vibrations and tones and frequency in unison. Okay. Sometimes you'll see, again, a lot of people have copied this from us. You'll hear the Muslims, you'll hear them calling the Adan before they make prayer, and you'll hear the tones and the chants go out, or they're doing that and they're sending their prayers and their chants to the east, toward the east. Again, that comes from us in the ancient world. We're trying to align ourselves with the almond again. So they were trying to produce even going back to that time because they knew they were the 200 fallen. They were the descendants of the 200 fallen who were locked out of the fourth dimension and the upper dimension. They were trying to connect themselves as the 144,000 to be raised, you know, even going back then. They were trying to make connection. But 
they could they kept failing making connection because their descendants kept mingling and co-mingling with the humans. They kept co-mingling with the humans, and that would throw off the reception. This is why a lot of the people in the ancient world, they wouldn't let foreigners and all these people come in because they brought in a lot of their degenerate ways, and it would throw off the mental connection that the ascendants were trying to make, or should I say, out the people, the priests and all those people were trying to make toward the ascension. They would throw it off so the 144,000 was being raised back then. They were trying to raise the vibration of the volume of the 144,000 because they've done this over and over and over again, trying to bring about a congregation, right? a congregation within a community. They were trying to do that because they knew that all over the world, everybody would not, those ones who are of the descendancy, they would hear the tones and chants and whatnot, and they were trying to link everything together. This is why in the ancient world you see that a lot of the ancient societies were linked by the serpent. The serpent was another way of saying um, like a wire. The serpent was like a wire. The image of the serpent was like a wire, as in communication, linked by serpentine connection. This is why they all linked through that. That's why I said these were all the same people from Mesopotamia to Mesoamerica to Egypt. All these are the same people moving from that serpentine connection, and they were trying to reestablish it. They were trying to reestablish it here in the third dimension and thus bring the fourth dimension into alignment third. However, they were unsuccessful. And many times they tried that they were unsuccessful. But it was always coming forward into that transmission. We would always come in contact with it. With each generation, we would always come in contact with it. Again, this is why the revelation was added into the Bible. See, they want to talk about, oh, that's a... um, Book that was or the book that was made up by the so-called white man and this that he was inspired. No, it wasn't. Not the revelation. That how we are looking at the revelation today that was calculated as to how our people would pick up the revelation and be brought into alignment in these last days. That we would be brought into alignment because this is an ongoing thing. You know, they've been doing this ever since. The 200 fallen came into the third dimension. They were doing this, trying to realign themselves, and they kept failing. You see, they kept failing because society or what you see today, the earth had to be built up to this point where you're at right now. Remember I talked about the past and the present? See, they were still living in the past, right, because they were still at the beginning of human Creation, meaning they were still they were still the humans were still developing, right? They were still going through their developmental phase, and then them going through their developmental phase, there was a lot of disorder and disunity on the planet. So therefore, the almond could not get a clear signal into the fourth dimension because they had people that were throwing the signal off in those societies, and because they had people throwing off the signals in those societies, they could not connect into the fourth dimension. This is why they try to create a covenant 
but they ended up having to create a covenant. That's where the term coven or covenant comes from. This is something that where you take certain people, right? You don't take everybody. You take certain people and you bring them into the covenant or to the coven, right? They didn't want to use everybody because everybody trying to use everybody would throw off the frequency. So you had to qualify to be a part of the covenant or the coven, as they say, which it's so-called Luciferians event and your Satanists eventually started doing covens as well. Again, comes from us because they couldn't count on everybody to be on the same frequency and vibration. They were trying to connect into the fourth dimension. They tried it before. And what you saw in the ancient world was people like your uncle and aunties in them. They didn't want to follow Amin. The priest of Amin was still pushing Amin. They, he wanted to come with this Aten nonsense. So they ended up killing him because they were trying to reestablish the frequency and they needed the leaders because at the time he was a pharaoh. They needed the pharaohs, the priest of Amun, and all those people in alignment together. You see, they already had their sacred covenants or secret covenants where they didn't tell who was a part of what. Same thing like what you see with the Illuminati today. The Illuminati even copies from this. They're a small covenant, a.k.a. a small coven. At not, not, you know, as you can see, not every white person is a part of that, but they use everybody. See, this comes again, that small covenant, right, within the mass, within the midst of the people that came from our people trying to reconnect to the fourth dimension. And like I said, the beasts, when they saw our people, they came amongst us and saw the priest and all of them doing their because, you know, eventually they let Caucasians come in, the, hum the humans come in, they saw the priests and all these people doing that. What did they do? When they started coming up and becoming the Greeks and the Romans, they started copying what the priest of Amun was doing. They were attempting to, okay, because they saw them doing all types of things. They saw them sending telepathic messages. They saw them doing all kinds of um, transfiguration with, you know, how they tell you how to, um, like in the account of Moses and the, transfiguration of the staff or the serpent into uh, um, a rod or staff, even though it was a symbolic terminology of people being led by the rules of the serpentine as in the staff or the rod in the Moses story, which is really a pharaoh called Thutmose. They were under rulership of the serpentine law and order. That's why Moses had the staff that came from that they showed you in the Ten Commandments was was originally a serpent and then it came a staff and he parted the Red Sea and all this other stuff. These are all symbolic terms, but what I'm saying is that they were trying to channel in to a fourth dimensional connection. So they were doing things like that, you know, telepathy and psychometry, the clairvoyance and things like that, because certain men and women in those societies were part of the coven or the covenant. Right? Not everybody in those societies were part of it. And again, this is where right now, even up to this day, the 144,000, because everybody's not going to be part of the 144,000. It's the same thing going forward. Again, we're trying this again, gathering the 144,000 into a small covenant or coven. And everybody's not included in this because in order to make connection, the 144,000, 144,000, that is necessary to channel in all four corners of the earth to bring about the fourth channel or the fourth connection, which opens the door to the fourth dimension. You see, 
This is what they've been trying to do ever since they fell down here, the 200 fallen. They were trying to channel up into the fourth dimension again because they saw their descendants fighting amongst each other. They saw their descendants dying, you know, dealing with the humans. They saw a lot of their descendants suffering here on Earth because they did not have their power, meaning their high mental capabilities of telepathy, psychometry, clairvoyance, intuition, which they used to control the reptilians at the time. And at the beginning, they also used to control the humans. They would send telepathic messages to the humans, and the humans would do as they said. They had that power. You see, they didn't need weapons or nothing like that. They had the power, the mental power over the humans, over the animals, over the reptiles, everything. That was lost over time. Okay? That was lost. Once the fourth dimensional connection cut off, once they can no longer teach their children or pass on to them that connection. I see 470. Wait a minute. Don't interrupt. Hold on. Once they can no longer make that connection to the fourth dimension, the power or, shall I say, the mental capabilities start to fade. And their sensory was off. And they could no longer see into the future. So whenever they found people who were able to have those telepathic abilities, the transmission started to slow down. When they found people, they would eventually call those people warlocks, witches, wizards, and things like that. You know, titles that really that came from the so-called white man. But the whole thing of it, the whole practice of it was really the priest of Amun and all those high up beings, those people in those groups like Met in, in those societies of Mesoamerica and Mesopotamia trying to channel into the fourth dimension. You see. They were connected by the serpentine law and order. The serpentine code conduct. They were connected by that. All right. Again, that's why they show you in the Ten Commandments in that old movie that came out in nineteen fifty six, they showed you Moses leading the people with the with the staff Right, and he told me how he turned it into a serpent, and then it turned back into a staff. See, that was symbolic of the law and order of the serpentine that he was going to try and lead the people with. You see, and this happened in the ancient world as well. They were trying to lead the people with the laws and the orders and the statutes and commandments, or should I say, not statutes, command, but the law and the order. The commandments came for the humans. Later, all this stuff got trickled down, and as this stuff started to be uh, lost in translation, and the fourth dimension became something of a, you know, through religion, this place of where God was, beneath where the devil was, this is where everything was brought into religion now. That's where your religion really came from. You see, it became watered down once it went into the hands of the humans. And it was lost in translation to what it was supposed to be. So again, from the time our people fell down in the beginning of the third dimension, uh, should I say, yeah, in the beginning of the the third billionth year or the third dimension, when our people fell down at the beginning of that, you see, we came at the beginning of the third dimension or the three billionth year. Everything else was overseen from the fourth dimension, the projection of the earth from that blueprint that they started, the projection of the earth, the sowing of the elements into the planet, 
to give the earth its magnetic pull, the magnetic pulsation to generate solar projection into the earth. You had to have magnetic, uh, or how do you say, um, you had to have precious metal as a form of magnetism to pull messages through, sort of like how you with a, I want to say like a receiver. These elements like gold, silver, and all these things uh, are put into the earth to give the earth its reception ability. Right? Once these things had already happened and it was time for the creatures to come upon the earth, the reptiles and all of them, that's when our people came. That's when we projected here. They didn't have, they had to set a law and order for the life forms and the creatures that were coming up here onto the earth, starting again with the reptilians. When they came here, they took on the reptilian genetic material. Right? They, we didn't, they didn't look like how we look today. They had a more ferocious look, a more vicious look, more calculating look, more serious look. Some of us still retain it to this day through our genetic connection with them. And they were much bigger in stature, right? much bigger in stature. Because remember, they took on the genetics of the reptilians. The dinosaurs and all those creatures were huge, so they had the genetic material of them. As soon as everything started to be genetically modified down into something, because, again, to genetically modify something, you take less and le- you take things from it. You make it less and less. You weaken it. So, therefore, same thing kind of in a way happened to us when the humans, you know, we started using our genetic material bring about the human life and their energy and whatnot was feeding on our energy. And then the reptilians were, the huge ones were killed off. So that was the end of that massive group of giant beings. They wasn't walking around no 40 feet tall and things like that. They wasn't walking around that big. But they were huge. They were tall. They were tall. 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 feet, things like that. Like they were tall, you know, and they walked side by side with the dinosaurs. They rode them. They rode pterodactyls through the air. It's really happened. I'm not being funny. They used these creatures to transport them across the planet. They rode on their backs. They used the dinosaurs like what you see people riding horses today. They were using them as transportation. They were using them as ground or um, how you want to say they were using them as uh, moving machines and they would ride them across the earth I know it sounds crazy but this was what happened this is why humans are doing it like they ride horses they in cars and stuff like that or they in planes this was all being done early on and all you're seeing is the vibration of what they were doing back then coming forward today, they just having planes and cars and things like that. But they were doing it with the creatures back then. They were using them as forms of transportation to get across the planet. Right? So as this was taking place and, you know, time went on and they started to have the as the reptilians were destroyed on the planet, the huge dinosaurs, 
our people started to decrease in size. We started to decrease in size. Same way those animals started to be genetically modified, we started to decrease in size. We were no longer giants anymore, a huge, like, or tall as we were. We were no longer tall because there was no need for that. Everything was being made smaller to be able to facilitate more life on the planet. Because a lot of the early, a lot of these animals you see here, they came much later. A lot of them are, uh, how you say, crossbreeds. Right? A lot of food sources had to be created for them, artificial food sources. That's not for our consumption, but that's something else. So they had to make sure that through this time they would have to have children and they would have to pass on. This is where the writing down of the enumeration, the Gilgamesh epics and all this stuff came from in these records. They would write down things and they would have to trans, trans how you say, uh, transcribe, right? That's when you start to see that writings come about. The first writings that came about was their dissension into the earth. Those were your first transcripts. The Catholic Church has them, by the way, in their basements. They have them. And a lot of them are still trying to figure out the complete account. That's why I told you when they were trying to make it seem like Zechariah Stitchens came with the whole innumerable elation, the Gilgamesh, and the Incan, and the Lilith, that's a lie. That's a lie. He was just the one who made it popular, you know, here in America. But he was not the one who came with that. He did not make that up. They were always trying to decipher this. And again, it's sitting um, Roman Catholic Church in, in Rome. It's sitting in the Vatican. The accounts, they took everything. All right. And they know the complete account. This is how they were able to take from those accounts and, and create a Bible out of it where they talk about Genesis and all that. Because all that is, the Bible is nothing but the watered-down version of what I'm explaining to you now. That's all that. That's all the Bible is, some watered-down version. And this is why when these people read the Bible, they don't really understand what they're reading. They don't understand that. They don't understand that when they're talking about God and angels and things like that, that's the Amen Bing and their descendants. Yeah, that's the Amen Bing. All right? These are people who got locked into this side of the three-dimensional realm right, and died on this side physically and ascended back into the fourth, forward into the fourth dimension. That's where the whole thing of God dying and going to uh, uh, going to heaven, that's where that comes from. Because the Amin being who passed away on this side, they went forward into the fourth dimension. They were released into the fourth dimension. All right, but their children were still trapped here in the third dimension, meaning they were cut off without their mental powers. So now they spent time trying to communicate with their children. This is, again, where they talk about your guardian angels and your angels trying to guard you for, again, this comes from us. That represented our ascendants who first the two, of the 200 fallen who fell from the fourth dimension into the third dimension and were trying to guide us even beyond their death from the fourth dimension to pull us forward again because they became the ascendants. They became the ascendants. The soul of our first that fell down at 200 went into and was re 
empowered into our children. So they were constantly trying to send messages to pull us in alignment to the fourth dimension because they realized over time if we did not come forward into alignment with the fourth dimension, we would be destroyed on this side by the humans, the animals. So all of this was going out again. The angels, your guardian angels trying to protect you and all this other business. That's representing the almond who are trying to bring the elect 144,000, as they said, it will be in all four corners of the earth. So we are spread out all over the ascent, the descendants, the descendants of the almond, 144,000 spread out all over the earth. And the call is going out to guide them or bring them into alignment, into that covenant, into that, um, how you say, into that coven or that covenant, because coven is nothing but short for covenant. Right, to bring them into that covenant to receive their power again and thus bring in the fourth dimension. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in the heavens. The heavens represents the fourth dimension. You see, earth represents hell. This is hell for us because we are without our mental power, our mental capability. This is why this is hell for us. The humans... They recognize heaven and hell as some place that's unseen. And why it's unseen is because they're not of the fourth dimension. They're not of Amun. They're not of the elect. All right. And they're trying to figure out what this was or what this was about, what our people were talking about. So now you're getting to hear it all tonight. What the true purpose was, what the goal was to bring the current three-dimensional realm into alignment with the fourth dimension. Raise the elect as the 144,000 to be the next people of law and order on the planet so that now it goes into alignment as it's supposed to because that's what we were supposed to. That's really what we projected down here for in the first place. Remember I said we came down here as law and order or those who were supposed to be the nature, one of the women who were supposed to be the women of that nature, natural nature, and where they get the term Mother Nature, and the men were supposed to be the fosterers, the leaders, and whatnot, to follow all species to follow after us. Basically, we keep law and order, but the law and order is not being kept on the planet. That's why you see the planet in the condition it's in because our people were not in their right state of mind or in reception to the fourth dimension to receive the continuous law and order that's coming through. That's why you see that today. All right. Let me take a call. 470. Uh, do you recall the very, very first conversation we had? I was actually describing everything you're transmitting tonight. This was before actually joining the Republic, everything. I was just allowed to see. I was entrusted with certain things. And I noticed that you said during your broadcast, if you can't bring anything back, then you didn't make any connection. Do you recall I was describing, like, even the agility of the uh, <clears throat> of the reptiles, the sides, how they were adjusting, they, they were able to adjust the sides and uh, the, the ones on the ground, the ones in the sky. I didn't actually see anyone riding the uh, pterodactyls, but I saw the ones on the ground, and they had harnesses 
uh, like metal type harnesses that they could just step into. Like once the the dinosaur was on all fours, it can actually it, it all of a sudden just got more agility, and the harnesses were already like like strapped onto it. It was like uh, it was very it was like it was a smooth ride. It was a uh, and then when you when you get off here almost just with such quickness of the feet and you don't see uh, or you don't feel the, the vibration on the ground they just like the agility is that smooth and uh, and I never told anybody that cause I, you know anybody else they would be like oh you crazy this dude's crazy or whatever but I remember explain, explaining and describing this to you and <clears throat> your your response was you know what I mean it was just you just took it and we just kept kept on going, proceeding forward. But uh, my question was, uh, symbolically, uh, Moses parting the Red Sea. I understand, I understand the actual necessity and the symbology of the uh, the staff being the serpent, and for rulership purposes and all that. But symbolically, uh, what was the parting of the Red Sea? Was that actually a division, class, or race? Or race, or race, or something like that. Dividing of the people. Yeah. Dividing of the people, dividing of people from certain people through law and order. Because see, all of that part in the sea, so that the people can go through the sea and whatnot. That's symbolic of separation of certain things, certain people on one side of the water and on the other side, so that they can move through and whatnot, where they would not take part in the ways of the people here. Because, see, people and seas and things like that, they are, if you notice, like sea, as in water, is symbolic or in alignment with people. Now they say the seas of people. I see seas of people. Right, yes. Groups of people. Seas represents mm-hmm. people. Okay. So, uh, one last question, Amin Ray. Um, is that also uh, <clears throat> symbolic of, you know, you know how they do in societies, like the different levels of this shit, like, uh, like rite of passage? Was it symbolic passage. also of rite of passage? Passage, yeah. Yeah. Moving Just through. Passage. Keep. Passage, moving through. Passing. Passing Oku. through Oku. groups of people, seas of people. I see the masses, the seas of people. Water is referred to as people. Okay, okay. Oh, cool. To Zach you for taking my call. Welcome. And Zach. And Zach. All right, we're going to play a little bit of music, and we shall be right back.
They show you women and men riding reptiles and riding pterodactyls and flying dragons and whatnot. Again, that comes from our people, and those were on walls that were taken. A lot of these stories or these these accounts are taken from what the Amun Bing were doing when they came here. You see, these Amun Bing came down on earth. When they tell you about angels coming down on earth, when they tell you about angels or fourth dimensional being who are arm and making contact with people who are on the earth. They're making contact with people specifically. Somebody asked me why didn't the uh why didn't the uh I'm about to see this now. Why didn't the uh almond stay in the fourth dimension and keep law and order there? No, they had to establish law and order here. There was already law and order there. They had to go and establish it here because a place was being made where there was no law and order. They had to come and establish law and order. That's like saying, you know, I'm I'm in the most law law and orderly 
space, but I'm building another space that has no law and order. You're going to send your offices. You're going to send your offices into that area to establish law and order. Are you not? That's the whole point. You send your offices to establish law and order. Okay. You send your offices to establish law and order. This is why the Amun came here. They were sent here by upper beings in these higher dimensions. They were sent here by upper beings in these higher dimensions. And in being sent here by these upper beings, these higher beings, they had to keep and establish law here because, again, this is where the whole thing of the um, laws, you know, the laws of nature. When you talk about the laws of nature, the laws of nature are an extension of the laws of super or extended nature or what they call supernatural prevention, things that govern the three-dimensional realm. Right. That govern this three dimensional realm. This is what we speak of. And as I said, as we are basically being driven up again, the whole point of raising up the one hundred and forty four thousand is to do what the two hundred fallen were sent here to do first and foremost, which was to establish law and order. Now you see there is no law and order here on earth right now. There's organized chaos and confusion because the true lawmen, the true lawmen are the Amen. The true lawmen who were sent here and the women who were the women of order that were sent here, they were the ones supposed to establish law and order here. You see, they were supposed to do that. Okay? That's again why, you know, when they used a, a, a woman, you know, and uh, when they told them about the law and they used the woman and the scales and the balances and whatnot, again, that comes from the almond women or the odd women who came here because that was a sign that women were also a part of the structure of law and order on the planet as well when they came here. Okay? They made sure they took the man out or the men or the masculine energy out. That's why they talk about the uh, mother nature and the laws of nature. Where do you think that come from? They got it all back with the laws of nature, mother nature, and all this other stuff. Where's the man at? If the woman is the law, is the if the woman is mother nature, then what is the man? That out because in this three dimensional realm, as I said, they are worshippers of the female deity. They're worshippers of female deity, right? Where there is somewhat order, but it is absent of law. And it's not even really order because without this is why in this is on a three dimensional realm they embrace the image of the female, right? Because without men and women in alignment together, there is no real law and order. They show you a female. Notice that in the court system, who's blindfolded? What do you think that means? Why is the female blindfolded? Because they'll say, oh, because she can't. You know, she just listens and she judges or whatever the case may be. Right, but blindfold is a symbol of symbolism of that you cannot see, meaning you lack sensory. So that female that they show you that's blindfolded, who holding the scales of justice, that's a female, a so-called black female, right? Who has her sensories covered, her eyes are covered, so she can't see. Seeing is another way of saying sensory, blinded. So there can really be no law and order just by that symbol alone. There's no law and no order. 
there's organized chaos and confusion here. You see, there's organized chaos and confusion here that is posing as law and order. You see, the beast calls it law and order. He does keep things in alignment, but that was supposed to be our job. That's why they do a very bad job at it. That's why everything is corrupt here. Everything is corrupt here. Everything is, you know, contrived. Everything, nothing is going by law and order here. It's why you got all of what you see today. You see the people, the energy that's here heavy on this planet that's in rulership is that spiritual energy, that three-dimensional spiritual energy of the sodomites and the humans that were here, the lesbians, the homosexuals, that energy is here heavily. And that's what the controlling factor is today. That's why there's no law and order. Again, this is what happens when our people were out of alignment with the fourth dimension. This is what happens. This is what happens when our people are out of alignment with the fourth dimension. Okay? And the whole point is to get into alignment with the fourth dimension, thus receiving our powers to keep the ultimate law and order on the earth. Because our power will not be reestablished until we make that vow and that oath to keep the law and the order on earth again as the almond race. That is the only time we're going to be reconnected. Okay? That is the only time we're going to be reconnected. And... Let me say this. No one should be trying to go ahead of what I'm saying. Listen and pay attention. Do not go ahead of what I'm saying. Listen and pay attention. I say that for a reason. Because the very people who think they know, don't know. You don't know until I tell you. Because what is going to happen is a whole new tear in the fabric of time will shift everything that you think you know, and it will shift into something else. Keep that in mind. I don't want people usurping or trying to go ahead because all that does is cause confusion. There's only one transmission that is going out. And there's only one transmitter that's going to put it out. And I'm only saying this so that there's no confusion. All right? Going forward in the future, this message had to keep reverberating itself until it got to the people who it was supposed to get to. I told you in the, in the, when the Honorable Elijah Muhammad was around, and again, this is how you know who's who. When you hear the people talking about the 144,000 for real. And I'm not talking about these people who are talking about the 144,000 and they copying from other people. I'm talking about people who are genuinely talking about the 144,000 and actually bring movements and people in alignment to bring that about. I'm talking about that. I'm talking about that. People who are truly coming into alignment, into movement to bring about this extension into the fourth dimension. That's what I'm talking about. You see, if fail, again, because, again, this is all preparing us for what we're coming through right now. The transmission is very high right now. The transmission from the fourth dimension and from our ascendance is very high right now. So we're going to be, you know, those of us who are bringing forth children, they're going to be highly activated. They're going to be highly in tune in alignment through the ascension of the almond. 
The almond is a continuing vibration as a call is going out from the upper dimensions because I said before the fourth dimension is a space that is open. The fourth dimension can only spare 200. Like I said, law and order is already in alignment in the fourth dimension. There's no moving it. It's already in alignment. All right. The only place where it's not in alignment where it can be shifted is in the third dimension. So bringing everything into alignment, opening up the fourth gate, right? closing off the third, because I told you before, the beast does everything in threes right? for a reason, to keep the fourth door closed. The fourth door represents reality of who's truly supposed to be in charge and in charge in power means those who are keeping the law and the order those who came here as 200 whose descendants would be bottomed out into a two-dimensional realm of possession in which other people will usurp and rule over them as a form of punishment for allowing your children to lose the connection with this transmission how they say that saying goes uh uh the children will suffer for the parents. How's it go? The children will suffer for the parents and what the parents do. Right? The children will suffer for the parents. You know, indiscretions. What was our indiscretions? Not continuing the transmission. Getting caught up in this two-dimensional realm and following behind these humans, these two-legged animals, these genetically modified weaker versions of us. That is punishment. That is the crime. Excuse me. That is the crime. And what we're going through is the punishment. And we've been trying to resurrect our connection ever since we were coming together. We were trying to resurrect it on some level. And it just seems as though the beast tries to move the goalposts even further by putting people out here to cause confusion, cause chaos, so that we're not in alignment with the transmission. Be right back.
and went back. Yeah. So our job as the 144,000 who are being raised in this day and time, notice I always say that the, when I say when I'm opening up, I go 144,000 were being raised in this day and time, gathered in this day and time to be raised. What is the raised? Raised into the fourth dimension mentally. This is the beam up. This is the mental beam up right now. Raised into the fourth dimension. Gathered up and raised. You see, connection and contact again. Connection and contact. And we have come in time for this connection and contact. Because think about it. What else are we here for? What is? What else are we here for? I told you already, there's already a human race here, from the darkest human to the palest human. So what is our purpose here, if not to oversee these humans? What is our real purpose here? What is so-called black people's purpose here? That's right. They don't know what their purpose is here because they're black. They're in darkness. Our job as the Amun race, when we came here as the 200 fallen, who fell into the second dimension, we're now raising to the third dimension and bringing ourselves in alignment to the fourth dimension, coming into the third dimension. We have entered the third dimension, so now we're being aligned for the fourth dimension. The point is to raise. We cannot raise without a covenant. We cannot raise without the gathering of the 144,000. There has to be a covenant. There has to be a community. You see, there has to be a covenant. There has to be a community. In order for this to happen, it can be no raising as individuals. There can be no multiple groups. There can only be one. There can only be one. And see, I'm not ashamed to say this because, see, if we ain't got time to be playing games with nobody, man. We ain't got time to be playing games in this day and time. This is really happening. And we got people out here trying to cause confusion. You see, people trying to cause confusion, people trying to take the words and add things to and stuff, people who like what I'm saying, but they want to act like they're me. They want to act like they know more than me, like the two former followers of mine, people who want to come in here and try and usurp the transmission and try to act like they attach themselves to it instead of receiving it as I give it to you. Because I tell people all the time, if you are meant to be teachers, you think you're supposed to be teaching, then don't walk with me. Don't listen to me. Don't. You see, don't take from me. We ain't sharing no frequency. We ain't sharing no transmission. This is too important. The gathering of the 144,000 is in progress. The gathering of the 144,000 is in progress now, right now. In progress right now. Keep this in mind. Keep this in mind that we have to be focused on the time in which we have to allot ourselves. Let me take a quick call. Menzak and Scott Z. Menzak, Menzo, I had to uh, hang up and call back in. The one wasn't working. I just Okay. I just had a question for you. Um I was, you know, because I get deep into the transmission and I don't really hear what people are saying to me. That's why usually when I'm like, because I don't take no calls. But I want to make sure I understood you correctly. You said everything that I've been saying up until this point. You told me already? 
Yes. So you're saying that the transmission came from you and not me. Is that what you're saying? And I and I you told me it and I'm Hell no. Okay. So Hell no. So I'm trying Okay. I'm just trying to understand you now. Because you might I was saying basically something I was allowed and something basically I was entrusted to see, which was, you know, further confirming. Like any time I take in a transmission, sometimes I have my, you know, pen and pad or whatever, I always have a question and I try to, you know, focus on number one, the topic, and number two, uh, uh, yeah, an advised question, an intelligent one. Mm. Just so not to ever be misconstrued. Yeah. As uh, so, so those the comments you were making were being directed. Say again. So the comments you were making were you were directing. Directing to what? Uh, I don't know. We're, uh, just to get clarity. No, I'm making a direction toward the elect. That's the direction I'm making it toward. I was just trying to understand where you can see people have to, people are listening to this. A lot of people are listening to this transmission, and it has to be clear. I just want people to, because I don't want people to hear this and say, oh, one of Newbin's followers, one of his students said he told Newbin this, and Newbin is repeating what he said. So clarify that again for me, please, so there's no misunderstanding. You did not tell me clear, what I'm saying. Full right on now. clarity. Full on clarity. That would be blasphemy. To be clear. To be clear. That would be. That would be blasphemy. That would be uh, shooting myself in the foot and then the head. Literally. For me, one. For me, one of the hundred forty-four thousand to actually uh, go against the grain or uh, go against the collective. It's all about collectivity. That's the only way. That's the reason we actually had to make this particular uh, type of separation from the black race, period, point blank. And the only way to stay separate from the black race is for all of the people who are in alignment, who say they're in alignment, to understand who you're getting this transmission from and where is it coming through. It can only come through one source. It can only come through from one place and from one collection, and that is the covenant of Amun here on Earth, currently planet Amun, currently known as Earth, for the record. And who is his only receiver in this day and time? The intellectual Nubanazar Amun Kares, the Amun Ray, the bright Messiah, for the record. Good. And Zach? Klez? Klez? Klez. And Zach? Zach. Those, the one who called in, you can call back in. You can call in. And again, I just want to make things very clear. That was necessary to make things clear because People may misconstrue things. I don't want anything misconstrued from this point on. I never did, but I'm being very careful to dot the T's. I say cross the cross the cross the T's and dot the I. Excuse me. 
very, being very careful to do that because I take responsibility for everything that comes out of my mouth because I'm going to be the one that has to pay for it if it don't come out right. 203, you're on air. Hello, Brother Newman. How you doing? Good. I just, um, I'm just glad you make that the distinction that you um, clarified that. Um, so that, you know, that people don't get it confused that somebody else can be, uh, you know, getting a clearer transmission than you can, and you are. Uh, I thought that was uh, significant that you made that distinction. That's all I wanted to say. Thank you. Okay. Uh, now, you see, how did I know that was necessary to do? That brother just called. I don't know him from a can of paint. He just called in because he needed that clarity. Because when people are not clear about who's who, especially now, there's room for confusion, and there will be no fucking confusion. Y'all hear me? No confusion. Because people are sacrificed a lot, you know? People sacrificed a lot. People put their heads on the chopping block for this thing. Elijah Muhammad, that's the ever's going to be. He put his head on the chopping block first. And he was able to escape the chopping block. Dr. York wasn't so lucky. Last two guys that had this job, there was too much confusion. With me, there will be no confusion. As we are moving forward in one transmission, as we are moving forward in one rhythm, one continuous rhythm, we're not breaking ranks for anybody because in order to receive our power, and it is coming in. Y'all know y'all y'all know y'all been feeling it. It's coming. The beast is falling. El Amin. The beast is falling. And we gotta make sure as he falls, he don't get back up again. And we gotta make sure we don't have people through confusion and things like that, make sure he don't get back up again. I'm gonna make sure that one way or the other. So, in the understanding of the reason for the 144, we like we got these clowns out here playing around with you putting 144 on their thing and whatnot, and they think it's a game. A lot of these guys think it's a game. They think they can just quote out a whole bunch of, you know, be still in religion and quote out Bible passages. They don't understand this is beyond religion. This is beyond God and the devil. This is beyond your limited understanding. The real lawmen have arrived. You men who are walking with me, you are in the lawmen's academy. Earth is our lawmen's academy. Do y'all hear me? Like the beast has his police academy, we are in the lawmen's academy. This is our academy. And we must gather the true lawmen, right? And the Bordeaux women, the women of order. We must gather them in order to reestablish law and order on earth, thus bringing the earth into fourth-dimensional reception. 
clearer reception. Clearer. So there'll be no more mistakes. There'll be no interruption. So let me go ahead and read these questions before we go. Did I answer everybody? Did I answer everything I was going to answer? Did I, I want to know before I continue. Did I answer everything? Did I answer everything? Is everything clear before I close out? I want to make sure everything is clear. All right? I want to make sure everything is clear. I touched everything. I have no questions. Let me go ahead and uh, answer these last ones before I get out of here. What does from 200 fallen almond to 144 risen of almond mean? Simply that we fell down here from the upper dimensions as the almond race. We got lost. We got left down here with these humans, right? And when I say left down here, I don't mean as in just left down here as appearing into this place. I'm talking about left down here mentally, left down and beneath the humans. Because, see, if we were mentally in alignment together, then wherever we are is the fourth dimension because we alter everything. So the fourth dimension is what we bring together and facilitate in our minds when we become one mind force, one unimental force. That's when the fourth dimension will start to materialize. We are the different, how you say, pixels in the ongoing picture. Why did they fall? Because their descendants over time forgot. And you know how niggas are. Niggas forget. Niggas forget where things come from. Niggas forget what happened to them. Who's the, who's the real enemy? Niggas forget. So the same way niggas forget today, niggas forget back then. The same niggas back there today are the same niggas today. Niggas forget. Niggas are very forgetful. Why were the 200? Why were there 200 of them? Because it was destined that those 200, over time, their descendants would fall into the two-dimensional realm. And they didn't want to send any more beyond the 200 because then that would be even more of a, you know, body count that's locked off. They, you know, want to preserve some of the descendancy to come up. They wanted to have a space for those who would have space. They would open a door for those who would come up. Was uh, it foretold that they would fall into the second dimension? Yeah. But under the animals, though, the humans were not, uh, in other words, they would start falling in love with the creatures, the creature comforts. You ever heard that phrase, creature comforts? They would start to like the material things here. They would become earthbound. They would become seduced by the material world. That's what that means. They fell for the creature comforts. Like how you niggas sell out. See, same energy on the earth. They like you niggas sell out. You'll sell your ass, whatever, for, for, for a movie role, for some money. You sell your soul to the beast. That's what they was doing. See, that was already foretold once they made contact with the three-dimensional earth, the material earth, right, the dense earth that they would start worshiping the things here on this earth. All right. Are we, uh, the 144,000 being raised as their descendants? Yes, we are. The one and only. There's nobody else. But that's it. We're going to close out in the name of Amen by the power of Amen and Amen we trust and Amen we think and Amen we continue forward forever. I'm the intellectual Nubin Minkari. This has been Mental Like Radio. I'll see you guys back in the morning night at 10. Good night. <laughs> Thank you.
Just like 